1: We've got a special treat for you this week, a special episode for our creatives. Mm -hmm.
2: All our designers, artists, creatives, however you define that.
1: Yeah, who do we have in store, Joy?
2: So we have a really informative conversation that we held with a digital art director based here in New York City and a designer. His name is Matt Vandrick. Um, And we had a really great conversation a little while back about the role of design in everyday life and work Um, We talk a bit about some design trends and we wrap up the conversation with some really great tips for all of our creatives listening on how to enhance your professional brand and land those amazing design opportunities.
1: Yeah, I love how um, he really infused strategy into design. Like it's not all just, you know, daydreaming and doodling. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Check it out.
2: But, but, you know, design has evolved and changed rapidly. And, you know, to that point, me not being in it or not practicing as much, it's a muscle that you have to keep flexing yeah. and working on, right? Mm-hmm. How do you stay up to date with the design trends? And a lot of people listening might not even know what that means or think it's relevant to their lives. But, you know, an example that I'd share is look at iOS, how iOS has evolved over yeah. the years, right? Absolutely. The different versions of, the uh, you know, the design that you're seeing on your iPhone and how that changes how you interact with that device mm-hmm. things are now more minimal more flat whereas yeah. we used to see lots of like depth and buttons and gradients yeah. and does it, you know if you guys remember the memo pad with the yellow yeah. like uh-huh. the yellow pad and the actual lines <laughs> and yes. the handwritten font so talk to me about how you stay up to date with the changing design trends and also how those trends inform our behavior as consumers
0: Good question. How I stay, I, to be honest, I stay on top of trends by using everything. Mm. I download tons of apps that perhaps I don't even really have a need to mm-hmm. use, but just to see how they lay out certain things or micro sort of interactions with the mm. way a screen will flip or the way the text will come in, things like that. Paying attention to what people are doing currently yeah. and always is yeah. how to really stay up to date. It's really, you know, of course you can, you know, check out. Blogs, of course, like yes. the, the format that you got, like that's stuff like that is wonderful. Actively going out to seek information, reading books, mm-hmm. going to conferences, things like that, um, certainly work. Yeah. Um, but in the day to day, you can blindly kind of stay on top of design stuff by just making sure that you're always being a part of being it. being a yeah. part of it. Yeah.
1: All right, and I know because you're a designer, and every designer I know has these. What are your biggest design gripes like <laughs> that you see and you just cringe? Uh,
0: <laughs> um, I'm a stickler for typography. I, mm-hmm. I do not like type that is not properly set, properly kerned. Mm. line spacing you got to break is, it down for the people oh oh yeah we're getting kerning and i mean i know what you're talking about <laughs> essentially um you'll see sometimes you'll see um you know posters in the subway or even even professional work like mm. movie posters and uh you know huge billboards for you know fashion brands and the the type the text won't be right like it won't mm. it won't be aligned it will be there will be no grid system It's just really bad. I don't like seeing really super professional work that from a creative eye is really not yeah, Sound. up to par. Yeah. And you
2: know yeah. there, and there is a right. A lot of people don't realize this, and because of some of my background, there is a right and there is a wrong with yeah. some of these things, especially with typography. Yeah. So one thing that I did recently in the workplace is, you know, someone asked me to pick my brain about Photoshop. They needed it for a project, so I set up a lunch and learn, and I started walking people before we even got into like the Photoshop tutorials. It was like. Let's talk about what good design looks like. Let's just back up. Mm. I think a lot of people could benefit from understanding white space is a good thing. Less is more on your decks, no. right? Yeah. Like don't yeah. load your decks with a bunch of text. And I think this is tying it back into everyday functionality, the everyday things we might not notice. If you're not creative, you might not care about. But it, it really has an impact on how you perceive and consume information. Absolutely. So what is the function of design to you and branding and, you know, a clean aesthetic in terms of everyday living?
0: Good design and branding, why it's important. I would say it's imp- it's well it's a variety it's a layer it's several layers one um it's important because the your branding is the first touch point that a consumer mm. is going to have with you yeah. right if it's a if it's a brand that you're unfamiliar with how they present themselves is your is your first touch point right. so you're going to get from them uh you're going to get that from them yeah. at the first at the beginning yeah. um in terms of everyday why it's important everyday because i mean again if design is truly solving problems then they're going to you know it's going to make your life easier yeah so, mm. like subliminally Yeah. things that you won't even really notice even if you we were talking about the iPhone you were talking about iOS when they made the the fingerprint scan yes. thing the the unlock
2: oh i love by
0: I, that. I when they first said it I was like well I mean that's cool but I mean it's only four numbers why would I need to right <laughs> yeah. but it's sh- if you're pressing the home button like that's the natural yes. um Motion, right. So yeah. now you can just have an extended hold on the button, and then you're in your phone. Yeah, it is exactly. very seamless, and it just that fraction of a second changes yeah. or it enhances the way that you you're able to quickly. Yeah, use I
2: live phone. by it on all my banking apps, and actually the one that yeah, was, that's like, really slow to it's get. it's amazing. Get yes. Yeah. yeah. Angered me. I was like, why doesn't it have touch, <laughs> touch Yeah. Yeah. So that's such a good point.
1: Yeah. And one thing I definitely wanted to ask you, I'm really um, into, like, how we present work online. And I think we're starting to come, I think web design is starting to come into its own, where as opposed to, like, trying to replicate how we present information in other mediums, mm. it's like, you know, like, with the big images and the parallax scrolling and all, yeah. like, it's kind. Of, it's getting a little sexier. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. So i just really interested in what do you want the web to look like? Like, what is... What are you going for, or your dream?
0: That is, that's great. I'm actually really pleased with the way that the web is going, to be honest. When I look at um, Squarespace, things like Squarespace, Uh, it's super open, again, sound typography, crisp um, imagery, big imagery, things like that. Um, It is a good point that you made about um, the web coming into its own. I think it's, if you look at the the blend of web and mobile, I think it needed to do that. because everything is so seamless like yes. you're on a desktop you're on your iPad, you're on your right. phone and it needs to maintain its integrity yeah. across devices. really clean intentional design allows that um, to happen easier yeah you know infinite scrolling um, borderless you know windows things yeah. like that very clean and open when things rearrange um, yeah it's just it yeah. feels just as smooth as it does when it's on the, the big screen.
2: Yeah, no, that's yeah. a good point. Um, and speaking of design, I mean, you design yourself and your brand Uh-oh. rather well. You know, you guys are in Thank the you. studio with us. But Matt is a tall, dapper gentleman He's that's
1: coordinated. typically very well
2: dressed. <laughs> um, so talk to us about your personal style and, you know, the role that plays in the workplace and also how you've been able to progress through your career, right? Because you take very intentional care of your own personal brand.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think it's it's really important to do so. Um, my own personal style, how I crafted it, I guess it just, I don't know. It, it, it was over the years it kind of just um, developed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, and it's actually funny. The, the segue to that is because, I mean, when you think about design, designing a website or designing a logo or something like that, it's, it's a little bit of the same thought process when yeah. you're, you know, Putting an outfit on. You're putting a little bit of yourself into it. You're putting a little bit of how you want to be received into it. Yeah. You know, um it's Warm all function. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um how it's affected the workplace, I would say, um, or how it can affect I, certainly always put your best foot forward. I do think that creatives have a little bit of a luxury. Like we're mm-hmm. not finance. You don't gotta yeah. wear a suit. In fact, if you show up to an interview in a suit and tie, you're probably they're probably going to be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, you know, <laughs> um, yes, they absolutely will. <laughs> yeah, and so I think that in that regard, it's actually um, really it, it's an, it's advantageous for you to show up and show a mm-hmm. little bit of who you are. Yeah, in your personal yeah. style as yeah. well as in your portfolio. I think it's a nice for it's a yeah. really cool overlap yeah. with that.
1: That's dangerous though, and I speak from experience working at a startup, and you just fall into like leggings and sweats, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh my god." Where is my adult wardrobe? <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that that is true. Also, yeah. the one you time you get... have an,
1: an important meeting, yes. you need to dress up. You're like, like what am I gonna what? wear?
0: Yeah, that is that is true. Sorcery.
2: <laughs> um, all right, so you know, I want to move into some advice for creatives that are listening, aspiring creatives, because this is having been in that field and really struggled um, at the school level and realizing that's not something I wanted to do professionally. It was a hobby for me, right? Um, I think a lot of people confuse having a creative mind and interests with a desire to work in a creative role professionally. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to the young pros out there who might be considering roles in creative, um, you know, at the student level and then also moving into the workforce?
0: Yeah. Um, At the student level... Uh, keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes peeled. Don't, don't get caught in um, ruts or what you think is kind of easy mm. or what everyone else is doing. Of course, you know, in terms of structure and and you know, and especially with websites, anything inter- interactive, you do want to stick to your guns in terms of best practices and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to be blinded by um, everything that your professors are telling you. In mm. fact, when I was an uh, undergrad some professors like they they want, they really wanted us to go agency route mm-hmm. um, and i think it's really easy to get swallowed in the agency world as a as a young professional mm, yes. um you have to really really you have to try really really hard to to get noticed and to yeah. get you know the the good work mm-hmm. to be able to work on things that are going to significantly add to your portfolio um, yeah. it's tough to do that when you're in a sea right. of people that are just as talented as you um, That's another thing, too. Don't underestimate or overestimate yourself and the work that you have to do um, to really stay um, on top of things. Mm. Now with, you know, social media, the Internet has consistently made the world smaller and easier to access, Mm -hmm. you know, year over year. Like it's getting more and more, you know, quick. Mm -hmm. And so frankly you don't really even have to like there's there's someone out there who's never gone to school mm-hmm. um you know they kind of got a, a laptop and you know photoshop and they play around mm-hmm. and they're super talented and they're making really good you know world-changing experiences and yeah. they're getting picked up by you know the big wigs you yeah know, it can be discovered just like kind of like the story of like you know a singer will be like in a subway and then yeah. someone discovers him. that type stubborn, of yeah. stuff mm-hmm. happens you know if you just put your work out there so don't underestimate you know doing doing the work um really really putting yourself into the work and just showing it yeah yeah
2: so the showing it is the portfolio and so as a creative we got to touch on the portfolio give us three tips for young creatives working on honing and refining their portfolio Any age, creatives really. I've (laughs) seen things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Remember that the portfolio is about the work. I don't need a. I don't need. I don't want to look even just and even speaking. I'm speaking from like a creative professional and even like a hiring manager. Yes. I don't want to look um at a portfolio that's super complex and hard to understand show me the work show me a couple thumbnails let me click into the work yeah see you know put your your finest moments of the work i don't need to see the entire project yeah if i decide to bring you in then we'll talk more about it Mm -hmm. show me the highlights give me a little description keep it extremely clean extremely fast don't make it too heavy also because if i'm say if i'm quickly you know if it takes too long to load i'm closing it Mm. it's really sad but it's really like i'm yeah if you're going through 500 resumes like i don't i just need to see it i need to see it fast also another thing is resume don't under like your resume is your first before i even click yeah because usually if i'm looking at your resume i'm getting your url from the resume right even if it's a pdf on screen i'm clicking to it right so and if the resume doesn't look like you're a designer then I'm not mm. even going to bother. This Mm-mm. is this is maybe I shouldn't say it that that <laughs> abrasively. Well,
2: you know, we want to know. We want to know what people are actually looking for, right?
0: It I sugarcoating. <laughs> and maybe that's true. And again, I mean, again, stickler for type, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to see a beautifully designed, laid out resume mm. that looks like you're someone who knows how to design. Yeah. And when I go to the portfolio, I want it to link. I want it to feel stylistically matched and branded mm, mm, and with packaged the with the resume. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. And if you give me a card I know I want that to look like it as well. Like it yeah. needs to like be a design consistent. story. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. yeah. Like Love present a, present a package for sure.
2: All right. So we hope you found that conversation helpful. Feel free to keep the dialogue going with us anytime at jawbugs.com. You can check out more of Matt and his work at mattvandrick.com. That's M-A-T-T-V as in Victor, A-N-D-R-I-C-K.com.